What's up, y'all? This your girl, the Quandra. It's Talk About It Thursday, and you already know we about to get into it. Okay. So, what I need you to do is click the bell, hit follow or subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to so you can be notified when there's a new EP. Also, go to charliebynaq.com, click ministry, receive, put in all your information so that you can receive weekly uplifting messages straight from your girl. Okay, now let's get into it. What's up, sis? I'm so glad that you are here on today. So let's talk. We have to stop and we can no longer walk around mindlessly and partaking in the things that bring glory to the kingdom of darkness, that bring glory to Satan and all of his messy agents. We can't keep doing that. And so today I'm going to begin a three-part series titled Set Apart because we are called to be set apart from the things of this world. The ruler of this world is Satan or of earth. Let me say the ruler of this earth is Satan and he has dominion over parts of the world. There are literally principalities which are dark evil spirits who have um, who govern different parts of the world. Um, And so we have to be mindful of these things and we have to be aware of these things we have to know that the war that is going on like the bible says the war that is going on is not against flesh and blood it's not me against you it's not you against your mama it's not you against your cousin it's against the principalities of darkness the kingdom of darkness the scripture ephesians 6 12 says the wars is not against flesh and blood but against the principalities powers rulers of darkness of this world and the spiritual wickedness in high places now we have to know how to equip ourselves in this war and so that is why so we have to stop walking around mindlessly partaking in things that bring glory to Satan because he is a very good trickster like he is a master at playing games y'all know how y'all like to say boys like to play, play, play games Satan like to play games as well and he plays them very well do you know that witches and warlocks sit up at 5 o'clock in the morning worshipping Satan doing this plotting spells gathering this gathering this to bring um, harm not harm well harm in cases and some people they use magic for good to bring blessing false blessings into your life just like there are false prophets and false healings Come on, somebody. We got to be vigilant of these things that are going on. And before I get into this anymore, listen, new agers. Let me tell you something. Satan's goal is to take as many people to the lake of fire as possible. He wants to gather as many souls, take as much away from God as possible. And that includes you. Remember that he portrays himself, his agents, they all portray themselves as beacons of light. So we have these spirit guides that that some of you follow. We have these spells and rituals that um, bring you money and relationship and um, healing, false healing. That, that then they're portraying themselves as light, but remember they work for Satan, okay? And his goal is what to kill, steal, and destroy. 
He wants to get as many of you to submit to him as possible because he knows his time is up. And so he's doing what he got to do to to manipulate you to serving him. Think about why so many people say when when they try to get out of this new age practices, when they try to step away from witchcraft, when they try to step away from... um, Whatever people do when they astral project um, and, 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 and um, voodoo root workers and all that stuff. That those spirits attacked them. That they became, under, had spiritual warfare going on in them, like, their lives because th- that makes the enemy mad. You see, when we equipped ourselves with the word of God and we become wise of the tools of the enemy, that makes the enemy mad. And then he tries his best to, to, to destroy us because that was his goal in the first place. To kill, steal, and destroy. So, in this series, we're going to talk about, um, talk in three different areas. We're going to talk about breaking generational curses. We're going to talk about the trends that we see, how they, how that influences us. And we're going to talk about relationships because I believe those are the three things that, that is leading, um, this generation is curses, trends that we see, especially on social media, social media and relationships. So let's talk for a minute. First, I want to t- talk to you about the fruits of the flesh and the f- fruits of the spirit. The fruits of the flesh is what what produces when you're living for the world, when you're when you're indulgent in sin. This is what your life produces, which is sexual mor- immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures. Um, you quarrel, you want to fight, you mad all the time, outbursts of anger, idolatry, sorcery. Sorcery, um, hostility, um, jealousy, self-ambition, disagreements, and division in your life. Check your life and see if you see any of these things. Because these are things that are manifested. These are the things that are produced as you are lavish and lathering in sin. And um, the Bible says, I'm going to talk about this later, but sexual immorality is... The sin that affects your body to mo- the most because you are literally destroying yourself. Like that, that's something you're doing to your body. Sexual immorality, you are destroying yourself. But we'll talk about that more later. Um, and then let's talk about the fruits of the spirit, which is joy, love, peace, patience, patience, gentleness, goodness, faithfulness, and self-control. These are the things that are produced when you are living for Christ when you are are aligning yourself with the spirit and the character of God in 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 Jesus. Jesus is the prime example on how we should walk this earth. He was tested with everything. The Satan himself came and tested him with everything that he could possibly desire. But the Lord Jesus Jesus stayed stay stayed steadfast on the promises of God. He stayed steadfast with his father. He even, listen, we're going to, listen, my favorite scripture. He even, the night before he was about to be betrayed and be crucified, he went to God. He said, Lord, if it is possible, if it is your will, take this cup of suffering from me. But if it's not, unto it be your will. He said, unto it be your will. How selfless is that Come on, that is my favorite scripture. That is just, listen, that moment, 
Jesus, he said, God, if it's possible, but if not unto it, be your will. Do as you please. I would like for this to be taken away. I would like for another way to be made. But Lord, unto it be your will, he said. Do what you got to do because I'm submitted to you. You you, you know my outcome. You know, you set this all up for me. This was all predestined, preplanned, and I'm going to go through it. Whether I, I would like for it to happen or not. Unto it be your will. And that's how we should live. Unto it be the will of God. So we submit ourselves, we are obedient, we discipline ourselves so that we can hear what God's will is. As we read the word, we should pray, Lord, help me understand this, God, so that I can apply, apply it to my life, Father God. Help me understand this, God, so I can get to know you just a little bit better. How do we get to know our friends? By talking, texting, and calling them. Lord, help me read this word so I can talk to you a little bit better, get to know you a little bit better. So check out your life. What what fruits are you producing? Are they fruits of the spirit or are they fruits of the flesh? Come on, somebody. And as you are maturing and as you are growing, remember, too much is given, much is required. Much is going to be required of you. And we have to get our hearts set, ready, and prepared for it. And I got my water on today because this, listen, this is good. This is good. I was um, on vacation and um, there was some music playing and it just riled up my spirit because I'm just like listening to the things that these artists are rapping and singing about, knowing that I used to listen to this music. I used to dance. I used to parlay, get high, have sex. You know, I used, you, I'm there. I've been there. So I can talk about it as vividly as I please because I've been there. So I'm not condemning you. I'm simply letting you know this is, this is a plot. The music was so explicit, ridiculous. The, that artist, Trippy Red, he said, I'm going to get a B-I-T-C-H and split her P-U-S-S-Y on my D-I-C-K. Oh, my goodness. Can we stop sexual immorality? That's our influence. And we think it's cute. It's not. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Then another girl singing about being slutted out. Oh, my goodness. That is not cute. That's not okay. You are defiling the very place that the Holy Spirit resides in, which is you. Come on, somebody. That's off topic, but let's talk about it. Let's get into generational curses. And so let's talk about what that is first. Generational curses, those, this have, those are habits, mindsets, circumstances, illnesses that are passed down through the family. Um, frequently, you see depression trickling down the bloodline. You see suicide trickling down the bloodline or attempt attempts of suicide trickling down the bloodline. Domestic violence trickling down. Anger, um, uncontrollable anger, um, alcoholism, poverty, all these things. And, and many, many more. These are just some that you see trickling down the bloodline. And, and these things could just simply be from... Um, situations or events that happened that that people didn't get healed from therefore it, it's carrying on through the bloodline um this could be um from a family member um putting a spell on somebody or or 
somebody putting a spell on some like a family member like say I was mad at your cousin and I put a and I went to a witch and had the witch put a curse on your cousin that she could never have babies and that trickled down that your cousin's bloodline like people do stuff like that that's why you got to pray um lord if there's anything that anybody has acquired of me like a piece of your hair like a sock like like anything that you've possessed you got to ask the lord to nullify nullify it because these witches and warlocks are working honey they're strategic but listen so yeah that's how curses happen they get passed down usually from people living in unforgiveness um resentment bitterness um witches and root workers and warlocks and putting curses on people that's how those things get passed down but that doesn't mean they cannot be broken let me tell you if you can see the curse you're the breaker you can break it what you can see it that means you have discernment enough you have wisdom to break it you see what's happening now you got to do the opposite you can't keep doing that. It's kind of like the see something, say something motto. You see alcoholism in your family. Say to yourself, hey, girl, we're not doing that. And then you don't do it. See something, say something. Or it's like the Me Too m movement. You see alcoholism in your family. And you see how um, that how the effects of it um, breaks down a person and um 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 and destroys their life or whatever i see that i'm a part of that too but i'm not going to scribe to it i'm going to talk about it i'm going to share my testimony about it i'm going to seek out help for it especially if you have if you jumped into it like i was i'm gonna go seek help about it. if you got to go to um rehab or if you got to go to aa or you just simply need a friend to help keep you accountable for it you got to be the one to do it you got to be the one to say, hey, this stops here. Excuse me. You got to be the one to say, hey, this stops here right now, today with me. It stops and I'm not doing it. And understand people are going to think you crazy. Except that some people are going to think you are crazy, especially your family members. They're going to think you're crazy. They're going to think you're rejecting them. They're going to, they're not going to understand why you think you're better than them. They're going to, um, 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 they're just going to look at you like you're crazy. And not in all cases, but some cases, most cases, your family are going to be like, especially if they're deeply into their, um, into their sin, the drinking, the fornication, um, the, the adultery, the lying, the stealing, um, the, the, listen, murder, come on, let's talk about it. They're going to look at you like you're crazy because you don't want that because you're turning from the things that they're familiar with, that you're going into the unfamiliar, you know, like, let me give you an example. As far as starting a business, not many people in my family have started a business. And so when I say things like, I want to work for myself full time. They're like, girl, what? Why would you do that? Like, that's um, not a smart idea. What are you going to do if your business doesn't take off? What are you going to do? Huh? What's that? That's because it's unfamiliar to them. They don't know. They never seen what seen that or what that looks like. And so you got to be the one to go into the unfamiliar and walk away from those things. When Jesus went back after after Jesus taught. He went back to Nazareth and guess what? He was re rejected at home. 
He was rejected at home. They were like, uh-uh. Who was this? Who say he here? No. So it's the people in your house, people in your family are going to be the first to turn from you. But that is okay. As long as you're walking in the grace of God, you're going to be covered. Understand the enemy? Yes, he's angry, but that's his problem. You got to keep pressing forward. You got to turn from these curses that you see. You see it, so you got to be the breaker. With me, it was um, alcoholism. Like, I um, drank a lot. Like, a lot. And so, um, I um, once I realized, like, what I was doing was, was hurting me, was destroying me, I put the bottle down. And then I, now I start to get questioned. Well, you don't drink no more? What's wrong with you? Oh, Oh, she don't drink no more, y'all. She don't do this. You going out with friends. Oh, you don't want to drink? Are you sure? You want to taste this? You want this? No, I'm good. Like, they confused. They puzzled. Like, what is going on? Or either they get offended. Like, like, but I don't, actually, I'm not even going to try to explain why they get offended because I don't get it. <laughs> but they get offended. But it's really, it was really just for me, like, I can't drink anymore. My family is full of alcoholics, and I am not going to be one of them. I am not going to play with that door. I am not going to play peekaboo inside of it. I'm not going to do it because I'm the breaker. I am the breaker. I understand that. And that's the same mindset you have to have. You see something, you do something about it. You turn from it. So alcoholism is, my, and alcoholism is in my family. I am not going to drink, and I'm not going to... Because if I have continued and my children saw that, they would think it's okay for them to, to be happy drunk all the time. The Lord said to not operate in drunkenness, but to stay vigilant of the, of the devices of the enemy. How can we be vigilant of the devices of the enemy if we are inebriated all the time? Like, when you drink, you literally open yourself up to, for anything. When you get drunk, let me say that. When you get drunk, you open yourself up for anything to come and use your vessel. Because you're not consciously there aware of what is going on. So you literally are walking around an open vessel like, hey, I'm available. Come use me. But I'm not, I'm I'm closing that door, sis. And I encourage you to close the door as well. If you see the curse in your family... Turn from it. Do the opposite. Literally do the opposite because that is the uh, a trick of the enemy. We are set apart. You are set apart. And understand that, that the more you become knowledgeable of these things, that the more frustrated you may become with the people around you and the situations and the events that are happening in the world. The greater my wisdom, the greater my grief to increase knowledge only increases sorrow. And that is in this in the Bible, Ecclesiastes 1 and 18. I remember I was talking to my stepmom, Sharonda, and I was telling her that um, I got frustrated by something that I saw in my family. There was a, a mother and a daughter smoking weed in the car together. And these are all my family members. I ain't going to say their names. But there was a mother and daughter smoking weed in the car together. Then a mother took her child in the car, in that same car, to get high. And I was like, bruh, what the heck is going on? Like, that frustrated me because I saw the curse literally manifesting right in front of me. 
two generations sitting in the car together getting high. Like, that's not okay. And then two more generations from a different bloodline, cousins or whatever, in the car. And one of them involuntarily, because he's a baby, in the car around the weed smoke. People don't understand. Like, although he he's not fully consciously aware of what's going on, the spirit is. The enemy is. And because we don't know this, we are blindly, mindlessly bringing glory to Satan. We are just setting ourselves up for him to come in and wreck our lives. We got to be more mindful. We have to be more vigilant. Okay? I have to share that. Y'all know I stay telling my business. But that's what's going to help. Um, and, and it is just what I do. And so generational curses. You see it. You do something about it. You see it, you do something about it. You are the breaker, especially if you see it. Now let's talk about... Thanks for listening to part one of the three-part series titled Set Apart. So next week, you need to come back so that we can do part two, which is going to be about the trends of the world. Hey girl, thanks for listening today. Before you skip forward, be sure that you are following this broadcast on whatever platform you're listening to. Also, make sure you hit the bell so you can be notified when there's a new episode. If this message blessed you, if it encouraged you and uplift you, I need you to sow, evangelize by sharing this with a family or friend. Now go be abundantly blessed and I'll see you next time.